God who watches over us day and night, in and out of the wilderness. God whose story is filled with hope and healing, forgiveness and love. Amen. Praise be to you, O God. We are blessed by your presence and steered as you call us by name. You, who does not let us go in trial or temptation, joy or celebration, we remember that is your love is patient and kind, never failing, hope-filled, guiding, and forever. In your name we pray, amen. A reading from Mark, chapter 1. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Here ends the reading. It's good to be on campus this morning. It's good to be back on campus as an alum from the class of 82 and to always be a part of this community of faith and learning. And I bring you greetings this morning from the experiment known as The Table. The Table is a new ELCA faith community in Orange County seeking to do church in new and different creative ways in a new and different postmodern world. At the table, we describe ourselves as generous. We are a place where all people are truly welcome. We are thoughtful. We worship around tables in dynamic conversation with one another. And we are compassionate, looking for new and creative ways to reach out to our neighbors. The table is also the home to the ALT program, Abundant Life Together, an ELCA gap year program for young adults grounded in intentional Christian community, vocational discernment, and community service. So I think it happened to me somewhere around the end of my junior year in high school and continued into that glorious senior year of high school. It was in those days that the heavens were torn apart and I heard a voice declare, you are my beloved. You are awesome. With you, I am well pleased. So that glorious senior year of high school began and I ran with it. I enjoyed it. I made the most of it. And then I headed off to college, to California Lutheran. I expected nothing less than the continuation of my exciting, beloved journey. I arrived on campus two weeks before classes were to begin as a future member of the football team. And I remember the day I checked in, actually the day I tried to check in. It seemed that my name was not on the team list. They checked, 
and they checked again, but Greg Ronning did not appear on the list. So I asked, would you check one more time? Maybe it's under B, maybe it's under Beloved. <laughs> nope, it's not there either. Nowhere on the list. I would have to wait to check in. Wait till they had it all figured out. Wait to see if I indeed belonged there. And so my college days began with confusion, with an unexpected turn, with uncertainty. The path I had been traveling upon, this easy, glorious path, suddenly ended. They weren't expecting me. They didn't know who I was. Now, don't get me wrong. Cal Lutheran welcomed me and embraced me. Everything worked out, and I was on all the lists that really mattered. Yet Cal Lutheran challenged me in ways that I was not expecting. It's hard to go from being the quarterback on your high school football team to the guy who gets all the leftover equipment. It's hard going from being known for this or that to having to become this and that all over again especially when you begin to realize that deep down, perhaps you never really were this or that to begin with. And maybe you were never even all that. <laughs> all kinds of existential questions flooded into my life with each new experience on campus, from the athletic fields to the classrooms to the dorm rooms, in between the lines of just about everything that happened on this campus. I still knew I was beloved, but as it turned out, that was only just the beginning of the journey. There was this long road still before me, ventures of which I could not see the ending by paths yet untrodden through events unknown. There were gaps before me that I didn't know existed, that needed to be filled, and more importantly, needed to be experienced. And so it was with Jesus. The heavens were torn apart, and the Spirit of God descended like a dove, and a voice from heaven declared, You are my beloved. Yet it wasn't enough. Amazing as it sounds, amazing as it was, somehow it wasn't enough. Before Jesus could begin his public ministry, his vocation, he needed to do something else, something more. First, he needed into needed to enter into this gap experience, the gap that existed between his baptism and living out his calling, a gap that would be a time of testing, a time in the wilderness, a time set apart, a unique gift of time, a time to begin to figure it all out. So it is that the Spirit immediately drove Jesus into the wilderness. And I love that language. The Spirit drove Jesus into the, into the wilderness. You see, nobody wants to go there. Jesus didn't want to go there. Nobody wants to take that detour. Nobody wants to enter into that liminal gap. We'd all rather just mind the gap and stay in belovedness, right? Yet that's not how it works. That's not how all things become new. That's not how one's life is transformed. That's not how one discovers one's great calling in life. Ordinary people avoid such gaps. They've learned to leap over them as if that were a gift or a talent. Extraordinary people trust that such gaps are in fact good gifts from God that help us unpack our belovedness 
in order that we might discover a deeper sense of who we are and what we are all about. Help us unpack our belovedness and find out who we really are. Extraordinary people fall into gaps. They let go and they step into gaps. They intentionally climb down into gaps, driven by the Spirit, seeking the kingdom that comes, the kingdom that will come in, with, and through them. My time at Cal Lutheran was an incredible gap experience. I entered Beloved up here, and I graduated Beloved here. Yes, it was filled with testing, challenges, hard questions, and there were those wild beasts and angels running all around. And eventually you learned that the wild beasts really were the angels in the long run. Students, I encourage you to make sure your Cal Lutheran experience is a gap experience, a wilderness experience, a time to engage the great existential questions of your life, a time to explore those paths that are not well trodden. Don't play it safe. Don't be ordinary. Don't jump over the gaps. Fall into them. Be extraordinary. Faculty and staff, I invite you to continue to boldly be those wild beasts <laughs> and angels that make this place so scary, yet so incredible, so transformative, the gift that makes all things new. In closing, I ask for your prayers for our new faith community experiment table, and especially for our new adventure with the ALT program a gap year program designed especially for young adults to help them to begin to figure it all out. And now my pitch. Perhaps there's someone present today who might want to be part of our program beginning this fall. Maybe you're going to graduate this spring and you're not sure what's next for you. Maybe this gap will help you figure it out. Maybe you just need a year away from your studies to help you focus in more on your studies. Maybe this gap will help you figure it out. Or maybe you know someone who needs to be driven into the wilderness, even though it's in Orange County. <laughs> it could be pretty, there are wild beasts there too. <laughs> it's a little different. If you know someone who's interested in a gap experience, a year of living intentionally together in Christian community, exploring vocation, doing service, Please talk to me after the service. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Finally, may God bless us all with a gap, a mighty gap, a liminal place where our sense of belovedness can go from here to here, taking us into the fullness of our calling in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. 
nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, as I trust the stories shared in sacred story, born out of your wisdom and your wonder. Amen.